So tonight, we have an outreach um, mentality. And I wanted to just encourage you um, tonight that no matter what you do, no matter what talents or passions you have, that you can use them for God in, in so many different ways. And so tonight I thought it would be fun just to highlight a ministry of a woman in our church, just a regular mom, like a lot of us, and with busy lives. But um, I just wanted her to come and share tonight about something really, really fun that happened to her this year and a ministry that was birthed out of that. So can you help me in welcoming Miss Kirsten Shabazz? There you go. Hello. Yes, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Are you on? Testing, testing. I, am I on? Okay. Ooh, she's on. I'm on. Fire! Fire. So, sorry, these don't have backs on them, so don't tip over. I'm I won't. kind of like, Whoa. Although I would be known to fall a few times, so hopefully I won't tonight. Hopefully we won't. We'll yes. catch each other. Okay. Okay. So, um, I just really wanted Kirsten to come and share tonight, because she had something amazing happen to her this year. Super fun. And for those of you that don't know, Kirsten is an amazing cook. And she cooks for us here at the church sometime. I've already... Um, got her set to um, cook for Connor's graduation. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so not a cook, you guys know that. And so when his graduation was approaching, I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do about food? And then I'm like, oh, just call Kirsten, she's got it covered, so now I don't have to worry about that part of it. So anyway, um, Kirsten, we just want you to share with us tonight um, just kind of how things got going. We know you love to cook, but then what? Then what happened? What, what okay. happened this year? Well, if I can start from when I was growing up, and some of you who may have uh, girls in the glam, I've been able to share with the girls in glam just my heart and my ministry and where I kind of developed this desire to use food as a way to reach out to others. And growing up, there was a time in, in our family where there were six of us, four um, kids and my parents, and we had a time where we had, like, no food. Like, we would eat rice, and I was telling Becca this not too long ago, you know, we, we would have rice, like, night after night after night. Like, that was our only option. You could have it with a little bit of butter or a little bit of cinnamon sugar. And so I, I knew and understood what it was like to not have enough food um, for your family. And my parents struggled, you know, and it was just one of those realistic things. But I can look back where I'm at now and go, God was already preparing me. You know, you talk about Jeremiah 29, 11. He was already preparing my heart when I was a young girl to know to where I'm at now that, you know, food is such an incredible necessity. I mean, there, you know, there are days where people go without food, and I look and I go, I'm so blessed to have what I have. And I think that's kind of where all this developed was in that sense of God already preparing my heart to where I'm at now. And the first meal I ever provided for a family was my own family. I remember we had a Thanksgiving, and I knew my parents were struggling financially. And I had a job, but I didn't have a car because I remember asking the neighbor to drive me to the grocery store. <laughs> can you bring me? And uh, she helped me get groceries for my family. And I kind of did like an anonymous. I was like, I'll give it to you. You put it on our steps and my parents will never know. And my mom didn't know. I said to her one day, I go, did you ever know that basket? She goes, I had no idea where that came from. I wow. And I wasn't trying to say, well, I did it, but I just, you know, it dawned on me. I was like, I didn't, I never, nobody ever said anything, but just knowing that there's a need for people. So fast forward to, um, I think 2007, they, um, Carol Levin had done this, send in your recipe uh, contest. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. You know, it's your favorite grilling recipe. And I sent it in. And sure enough, I was their first guest on Mike's Backyard Barbecue with Mike Pomerantz. And, um, and it was just that sense of I got there and shared my recipe. And I felt like 
wow, I love sharing my food and my recipes with other people outside of bringing meals to people who are in need or maybe they had a baby, but I enjoyed that whole being in front of the camera and just the comfortability that I had. And so that turned into me entering cooking contests. Has anybody in here ever entered a cooking contest? No? We're not as good as cook as <laughs> I you. I know she didn't. I know Amy did not. Um, okay, so there's this whole world that I was exposed to with cooking contests and thinking, you know, I love to cook and I love to enter these contests. And as a stay-at-home mom, a lot of stay-at-home moms will enter contests as a way to just bring generate income. You know, the big Pillsbury cook-off um, or bake-off, I entered that, never made it, which is okay because that wasn't God's plan for me, I realize. But um, just the creativity that was involved as well. So we tested and tried many, many, many recipes. So that was kind of the, the beginnings and the development of me getting into development of recipes, which turned into this exciting opportunity last year. Um, last summer, I entered a contest, actually two years ago, called Real Women of Philadelphia. And it's Philadelphia cream cheese. And Paula Dean is the, um, and Kraft Foods joined together to organize this site, this community of women. And it was a cooking contest in the mix. So it was kind of this all around, something that had really never been done before. And I thought, well... I'm going to try this out. I was in Florida, actually, and I saw the commercial. And so all the way home, we had driven down to Florida. All the way home, I was, like, writing down recipe ideas. And so I was like, what are you doing now? I'm like, how does this sound, you know? And i coming up with all these ideas for different ideas for recipes. So the first season went through, and, and nothing happened. None of my recipes were accepted. And you also had to make a video. That was the other thing is you had to make a video of you making your dish and presenting it and uploading it to the site. So the next year came around, and my husband said, well, are you going to do that again this year? You know, because it takes a lot of time. We eat a lot of, especially with the cream cheese in the contest, you eat a lot of cream cheese. Yum. <clears throat> it, well, you say that, but, yeah, when you're sitting there eating, and my husband, you're like, what's for dinner? I'm like, um, another cream cheese concoction. Um, but it, a lot of my friends and family enjoyed it because they would be my taste testers. I'm like, taste this. Tell me what you think, you know. So I entered the contest, and um, it, was a, it was a shorter contest this, this last year. But anyways, I, um, I entered, and I thought, you know what? Okay, Lord, I'm going to try this one more time. If this is something you have for me, really through the whole process, I just kept saying, if this is something you have for me, you are going to open this door. Now I'm going to pause it right there. At, in the meantime, at the church here, we had, um, they, were, they had freezer meals, and I had gone to, I forget, maybe it was Lisa Ingle King at the time, and I just said, you know, my heart is, we, we bought a new house. I said, my heart has always been to have women over at my house and put freezer meals together. I said, that's a ministry that I've always wanted to do, and when we walked into um, this house that we had purchased, as soon as I walked in the kitchen, my eyes just filled with tears, and I just prayed. I said, Lord, this is it. This is where I can start that ministry for the church as a way to, to, to serve in the church, you know, with kids and everything, life gets busy, but because I love to cook, that was something I really wanted to do. Take a breath. Um, okay, so in the meantime, so I've got this contest going on, and I've started this doing meals for the church. So through the meal ministry, if any of you are involved in the meal ministry or want to bring meals or do already bring meals, we meet once every three months and um, pack the freezer with meals for people who maybe aren't connected in life groups and whatnot. But um, we do that. And, and that just really, the Lord was working in that with me as well, that, you know what, this is a ministry that I think goes beyond the church doors and it needs to be in the community. There are so many people in the community that aren't connected to a church, but that are maybe going through situations maybe they, the, a spouse has cancer or a child has cancer. Um, I fortunately um, last year was able to work with a woman who had had a stroke and I was able to work with her for six months and I'll get to that in a minute but um, I know I kind of bounce. I'm a bouncer. That's okay. Okay. We're keeping up. Okay so now fast forward then last year so I've been doing the meal ministry with church. We call it dishing up some love 
And the Lord gave me the name, and it's interesting how we came down with the breakout of the name. You know, Dishon, just you're serving people um, up. We're doing this for the Lord. It's not for us. It's not for our glory, but it's for his fame and his glory. And um, we're dishing up some. You know, everybody is a somebody, and every somebody has a soul. And we need to feed their soul, not just their stomachs. And um, love, you know, the two greatest commandments are love. And it's love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbors yourself. And how can we do that in such a practical way as bringing them the meal that they need during these incredibly difficult times. So the ministry then, in the process of um, this contest, which I won. So, okay, so let me back up because I'm yeah, jumping whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, okay, ask me questions. <laughs> okay, where did I end off? So I entered the contest. So you entered the contest, the Philadelphia cream cheese Paula Deen yes. contest. Okay, so Real Women of Philadelphia. So I'm, I'm in the contest, and I entered this recipe called Savory Garlic Beef and Broccoli Turnovers. And has anybody seen the new cooking cream product in the stores, Kraft Cooking Cream? Anybody use it? Sort of? Okay. Well, so that they introduced that product. So we as community members got to taste the product and test the product. And then that was one of the cream cheese products we needed to use in the contest. So I created this savory garlic beef and broccoli turnover. So think of an apple turnover just with broccoli and it's more garlicky and, and beefy and crunchy goodness. And of course, butter drizzled all over it. And you put it in the oven and it's toasted and deliciousness. But um, I, kind of, I kind of doubted myself when I entered that. And I thought, that's not really even an entree. It was in the entree category. I was like, that's not really even an entree. They're not going to consider it. And I remember walking home the day the announcement of the entree finalist was to be announced, the first one. And I'm walking past our mailboxes. And I'm like, Lord, you know what? If this is what you have for me, you will open the door no matter what kind of recipe it is. Because this is what you'll... This is your will for me. And I walk in the door. I go upstairs, and they announced the finalists, and I was one of the finalists that they announced. And I just about passed out. I was like, unbelievable. So um, that was in, I think, March or April of last year. So the finals were in the end of June, and they flew all the finals. There were 16 finalists in all, so there were four categories. There was side dish, appetizer, entree, and dessert. Of course, again, everything made with cream cheese. You can imagine the deliciousness that we had before us down there. And um, because Paula Dean and Kraft Foods joined together, Paula Dean was our host for the week then as we were down there, a hostess, however you'd like to say that. So we had a week filled down in Savannah of just activities with Paula. Um, we had activities with all these other women in this community. And even the women that weren't finalists flew down or drove and were there. And we all were able to kind of hang out and spend time together. And it was just an incredible opportunity for me. But I remember before I even left, I just stopped and I prayed and I said, you know what, Lord? I don't expect to win this. I'd never, even Sophia, we were driving home from something one day, and she goes, Mom, do you think you're going to win this contest? And I said, well, I said, you know what, honey, I don't know. She goes, I think you're going to win it because you haven't won any other contest yet. Thanks, honey. I know. I was like, well, okay. I said, Lord, you know what? If that's a word from you through my nine-year-old, then so be it. I will take it. So, um, so we get down there, but my prayer going down there was just, Lord, you know what? Just let me be your light, number one. And if anything, if you're going to use me, just let me be who you want me to be down there and let your light shine through me. And I had an, a, a situation where I was able to witness to a gal. Um, my dad actually went with me. 
and that's a whole another story. But there's a, we had gone through years of uh, just a difficult time. He had been gone for about 13 years out of our lives, and there's a lot of hurt and rejection. And uh, we have since healed, but these ladies had seen my dad and I interacting this whole time. And one night had an opportunity at dinner. They said, well, why, you know, we're just kind of talking. Somehow my dad came up, and I was able to share this with them. And it was just a moment of where this, this one gal said, you know what? She goes, the way I've seen you guys interact, I would have never have known there was that much hurt and, and that much rejection in your relationship. And I said, you know, I said, it's the forgiveness that God has given to me that I can give to my dad from the cross. And it was, I mean, and I just spoke from my heart and, and whether or not these women were Christians or not or whatever, it didn't matter. I just spoke who, to who I was, true to who I was. And I thought, if anything, if that was the only reason why the Lord brought me there was that she would see that forgiveness then that was it. I was good. I didn't need to win anything. But you did. I did. I <laughs> what did. It, tell us what you won, and you have okay. pictures. Okay, so all day Tuesday, after we got in, we were able to go. I don't know what the pictures, I don't know which picture they're going to put up first. But the first night we got there, we were at dinner. And, okay, I've got the classic bathroom story, and here comes the star kind of a situation. I kid you not. So, oh, this is, this is at the cook-off. But the night before, we had dinner, and we're at the, the old pink house in Savannah, and we're all eating dinner, and I had to go to the bathroom. Now, I do not have a... a uh, midsection that is flat. So I bought myself some pretty little panties that go like all the way up to here to kind of suck me in. So, I mean, like up to here, I kid you not. Okay. So I've got this dress on and I'm sitting there and I said, I turned to one of the gals at the table and said, I'm going to run to the restroom. I said, but I, I have a feeling Paul is going to come on at the restroom. She goes, well, how do you know? I said, well, cause she did it last year. So I'm just assuming she's going to come. So I said, I better go right now. So of course I'm in the bathroom and all of a sudden I'm pulling my, up my elastic waistband things. And I hear all this ah, in the other room. And I was like, oh, I'm in the bathroom. So Paula had made her entrance into the room and everybody was and So I walked in. So I don't know if we have that picture of me and Paula. There we go. Right there. Yeah. So there we are. I was lucky somebody kept pushing me in to go see her then because, you know, everybody's kind of around and they realized I was in the bathroom and didn't get a chance. So it was really fun to just kind of meet her. She's very casual there, of course, because it was supposed to be unexpected. She was coming incognito, I guess, to the restaurant. But um, So we had dinner. So the next day was this cook-off, which was just an incredible experience in and of itself of seeing kind of the background of how all these types of contests and whatnot work and just the... I don't want to say Hollywood, but kind of similar to that because the, the, the group that came in uh, works out in L.A. And so we've got some pictures from the, um, the uh, kitchen. I, I think the first when, ones. That the were first up. one when we were in the kitchen cooking. And it was really just this neat experience that we were completely pampered all the time. And there we are. Um, this gal here in the blue Libby, she is Paula Dean's food stylist. So we knew going into it that we would have access to Paula's people. A food stylist. A food stylist. So That's she cool. like, yeah, it is really cool. And you know, I learned just even little things from her. Like, you know, when you're plating, like if you're going to have a dinner party, and you want to make stuff pretty, like how to... I'm not good at the plating piece, but I learned, and I just tried to absorb as much as I could. So, um, so we were able to go in this kitchen, and of course, there's cameras and crews everywhere, and Paula, every once in a while, you'd see her bodyguards start to come through, so you knew she was on her way, or you'd hear her, hear her laughing down the hallway, and you knew she was coming when you heard her laugh. Um, I don't know what other, what, what's, 
Is that it? Okay, so, oh, so, okay. So we did the cook-off, and then the next day they had a whole bunch of pampering fun stuff for us, and they did spa day and all this fun stuff. And then um, Thursday evening that week then was the live event. So we get to the live event, and, you know, I just kept praying. I, I actually had a couple gals. One of the gals that used to attend here, Carrie Cornwell, moved down south, and so I called her, and she drove down and spent the night and was able to come to the live event with us. And they had this huge production where they named the finalists. And so I get up there, you know, and it's the entree category. And, of course, in my classic form, I said something like totally crazy weird. Um, when she complimented me on my dress, I had a, you know, you have snafus. None of you guys do that, I'm sure. Snafus what? with what you say. Snafus? So, yeah, so I just we totally jumbled those. up my words. And of course, Paula played on it in front of everybody. And I was just like, I got home and everybody's like, why did you say that? And I'm like, it just came out. Like, I, <laughs> I couldn't stop it. As I heard it, I heard, you know. So anyways, so it was, it was one of those things where, you know, you get up there and you're just staying there and I thought, okay, Lord, it's in your hands. And sure enough, Paula Dean then announced my name as the winner. It was just an incredible time of just, I just stood there and I just kind of started crying and I'm like shaking, crying, you know, that whole thing. And I'm like, okay, I got to pull it together because there's cameras and people and, you know, I mean, I got to get it together. So I kind of pulled it together and it was just one of those things where I was able then to just have a moment of, of enjoying the fruits of the gifts that God had given me really to an extent that I had never Never, I'd never had that kind of a, a, a win, I guess, in a sense, using my gifts and my talents. But I say that because that wasn't really the win that I think, you know, that's a win, but it really wasn't the win that I got out of it. What I got out of it was then this ministry of dishing up some love. I was able to really start to move into that and get that going as far as um, when I got home, I just, I prayed before I left and I said, Lord, if you open this door, I want to help at least one family in our community that needs help getting meals. I said, so when I, if, if this is something, I want to be faithful with, with what little you've given me, and I want to move forward with this, with this nonprofit ministry in our community for meals. So, That's so awesome. That's such a fun story. Yeah. Yay. So I just thought it would be fun to share that. And, I mean, how cool you win the Paladine cook-off, and then that was amazing, and you won like a nice cash prize as well? Yes, it was a very nice cash prize for a, for a stay-at-home mom. It, yeah. was, it wasn't the Pillsbury, but that's okay. You know, I think, again, I look at that and I go, you know what, it's what the Lord wanted it to be, yep. and this was, the w- this was the path that he had for me was this, and, and what that, using that little, what that turned into to turn into dishing up some love, what, what we're going into now. Yep. So. So that's very, very cool. Um, She has a table out in the lobby. Um, If you want to stop and talk to her afterwards, um, I know she's taking donations for that. And just, um, it's just so cool to see how that ministry was birthed out of something really fun like this, that she's just using her gifts. And, you know, we all have different gifts. We're all wired so differently. And um, just something that you have a passion for, you know, just ask God, how can I use this to bless somebody else? That's really what um, this whole night is about, is just getting us to um, think, think about that. How can I use what I have, what, whatever's in my hand, whatever God's blessed me with, how can I use that to bless others? So, Thank you so much, Kristen, for sharing with us. Let's give her a big hand. So I also wanted to um, just highlight a couple other things and just different women in our church are doing. Um, some of you may have heard of the 3G girls, the God's Grace girls. Um, their, their website should be coming up. Um, they are just some girls in our church that have gotten together and are just 
wanting to love women that are maybe abandoned or abused in different situations. Um, so there's some girls in our church that are reaching out. Um, I also want to call um, our moms group leaders up. So where are moms group leaders? Jen and Kathy and, um, yeah, come on up, guys. I just want um, just women be able to just see you guys and realize um, what a huge outreach we have in our moms group. Um, I just, I love our moms group ministry and um, all these beautiful ladies up here um, are some of our, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, just, they teach our moms group and it's, just, it's such a great outreach really of our church because it's such um, a non-threatening way to invite women to come into our church, um, maybe that don't go to church at all, but it's just a great way for them to come in and connect with other women, maybe at the same stage of life that they're in. And so um, we have many different moms groups at all of our campuses, but it's a great ministry to get involved in if you're not involved in something. Um, you can be a table leader. It's a very um, easy thing to do, but a great way to get started. And um, we just have so many great things going on in our moms group, so I wanted these beautiful ladies to come up. And then Jen, I know Jen Pattengill is, is the leader of all of our moms groups. She's such a blessing to us. And uh, we have just finished up our moms group here at Apple Valley for the summer, but I want Jen to let us know if there's anything else this summer they can be involved in. So this summer, we're trying to offer for our moms smaller points of connection. So if you're interested in getting to know other moms at River Valley, either in a playgroup setting or somewhere sometime you can meet in the evening and just socially connect, they're groups, they're groups of six to eight women. You can email moms at rivervalley.org, and we will try to connect you with some other women as we go throughout the summer months. I know a lot of things slow down during the summer, but our need to be with other women and to be encouraged and refreshed never stops. So if you're interested in that, you can just email moms at rivervalley.org. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. All right. So lots of different ways that we can be involved. And I hope tonight that you've just realize that there's so much we can do. Um, I know I say this all the time. I say it at Sparkle. I say it at Chick Night. But it's so true that we have such a great um, responsibility as women, and we also have so much to give. And so when we can come together like this, I hope this night isn't just a night where you picked up a few items at the store and felt good like, oh, I'm giving to a homeless shelter. I hope that you realize there's so much that we have to give. And we can give out every day and just the little things that we do. But let's keep that before us, just that, that heart of outreach, that heart about thinking about others. And um, so I just want just all of us to keep that before us because we all have something. And I know a lot of you would say, oh, I don't have any talents or I don't have any gifts. But... That's really not true because we all have something and no matter what you're passionate about, you can use that. So I just want to encourage you, be involved, get involved in a life group, get involved in mom's group, find a place to serve, you know, always be looking in your community for places to serve. So that's really just our heart for tonight. And there's also um, a whole bunch of things on the website. I'd love to just direct you. Um, we, have a, we have a slide of just some things that are coming up in June that you can be involved in. Um, Dakota Woodlands, Ronald McDonald House, Ruth's House. A lot of these are like shelters and things where we can serve people meals. They're just great ways to get involved. Um, there's the Dan Patch Days. That's what the ladies at Savage are putting the, um, 
the labels on the water bottles for tonight. That's something to be involved in. Um, you can help with the elderly. The loaves and fishes is another place where we serve meals. So please um, check out our website. We have so many things on there. It's just under the global projects and then local projects. So um, just want to encourage you to serve in, in any area that you feel led to. So that's about it for tonight. We're going to have some great um, time of fellowship out in the lobby. But we also, um, I always want to end the night with prayer. You know, that's our heart is, um, if you came in here tonight with something, with a burden or anything, we don't want you to leave with that. Our prayer teams love to pray with people. That is their heart. That's a way that they serve. And so I just want to call the ladies up that are on the prayer teams. And um, just, I really don't want you to leave tonight if you came in with something. Um, something on your heart that you just want to agree with somebody in prayer. Maybe you need a healing. Maybe somebody you know needs a healing. Maybe there's um, a child that you want to pray for. Um, maybe that's wayward or um, just going through something tough at school and they have a few weeks left to finish that out. So just encourage you to spend time in prayer with these prayer teams and then just enjoy some time of fellowship afterwards. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you for bringing the items to bless the women. And... Um, just God bless you as you go from here tonight.